Verehrte lieber Herr Turner, meine sehr verehrten Damen und Herren. Dear Mr. Turner, ladies and gentlemen. Sie können jetzt, wenn Sie sich konzentrieren, if you den Unterschied so wish and if you concentrate, you can see the difference between this card four years ago that I sent out and today, and you can certainly find the impact and the difference that policy does to a person. Between this conference and the dinner, it's only me standing between dinner and this conference. And I can promise that it will take only a very short while. But I thought it absolutely necessary for me to come here. On the one hand, to pay tribute to the motor and to the rector spiritus of this conference and to thank you, Mr. Turner. I can well remember the first talks that we had and now we're having this conference for the third time and I find this is an excellent realization of an excellent ideas. Ideas happen often but you implemented it with a lot of perseverance, commitment and many players and I would like to express the, my personal thanks and also the thanks on behalf of the federal government. Heute ist vermutlich schon mehrfach darauf hingewiesen worden, dass dies ein besonderer Tag ist. has been pointed out repeatedly I take it that this is a very special day today for the city. A memorable day for Germany, linked to remembrances of a profound breakthrough in the 20th century. And 22 years ago, the victory of freedom over slavery. And therefore, this picture of walls, of falling walls, has a deep emotional impact. This means that this is a very special story that on this very day the Falling Walls Conference takes place. Because in these days and weeks and months, and the Federal Chancellor has already said so, we are in the midst of very intense discussions in Europe, and that everybody can feel both national policy makers and domestic policies that we are in a time where we do not primarily look at how things have been and the well-established solutions we can draw on in public life and in politics, but we must look very strongly ahead to try and explore new ways and new paths, new solutions, more sustainability, more viability when it comes to political decision-making processes or as many call it, more sustainability, more responsibility, also in the relationship between the generations. And I'm very deeply convinced when looking to Europe, also when looking to national debates, 
that in these times, we realize in a remarkable way that science and research is part of the lead culture of modern societies that breakthroughs in Europe, breakthroughs in our European societies, because this will be the prerequisite towards more viability and sustainability in European development, is a cultural task. But at the same time, the question in how far we succeed in implementing new insights, new determination, new knowledge into the public discourse and into the policy-making processes. The crisis and many related problems and dealing and discussing changes that we're experiencing in a country like Germany let me mention demographic change only, energy change, the prospects for the future generations, a more smart handling of natural resources. Politics cannot only fi not find solutions when they keep to themselves, but only when they intensively study new findings, new insights and breakthroughs in science and research. Berlin is a very special city, both in historic and political terms. It is Germany's capital, but it is at the same time a very special location for academia and research in Germany, and we're proud of it. Berlin has many research institutes, three big ins uh, universities, many colleges. And I'm telling you this because I take Berlin as an example to show what also applies to other cities and regions of Germany. In the discourse between politics and uh, research, and some of the presidents are here amongst us, we've started a very intense dialogue between policymakers and researchers. And we're not only talking about money. Money has to be there. This is why we invested 12 million euro more on top of it. But this is not all. We decided to have an ongoing dialogue between politics and science and research. Be because we are convinced that the attractiveness of Germany as a location for research and science must not only mean attraction and attractiveness to researchers and students, but must be a major way and path towards a sound and solid development of our country. We not only want to discuss investment in the education and research and science, but in Germany we are convinced, and now I'm speaking for me personally, but I can also say so on behalf of the entire German government. We are deeply convinced that when we talk about research and science as part of the lead culture of Germany, that this country and its future gener uh, generations will benefit and are reliant on breakthrough in research and science, on new insights. And this is why I would like to thank all of you that you have not only chosen this path to research and that you make it possible to highlight and strengthen the presence of research 
research in our society, that you've come and brought it here to Berlin. We would like to pay tribute and respect for your work, and thank you very much for having come to Berlin. A few days ago, and some of you have attended it, we commemorated 10 years of Academy in, of Research in Europe. And on that occasion, we had said that what I can say very passionately for Germany is also true for Europe, or should be true for Europe, because Europe should not only be known, or should not only struggle with the debt burden on its public budget, because Europe has to wonder how sustainable its innovative capacity is, how much time was spent on the debate for risks, and how much time we invest in the debate on opportunities of, for economic progress. What our understanding and perception of progress and prosperity and growth is, how we see the cultural development of this continent, what contribution Europe can make to solve global problems, what Europe's position is towards the goals that we need worldwide in international economic cooperation in the area of climate protection in issues of the management of our natural resources and many other interconnected issues. Europe, too, needs and requires a new beginning in intellectual and cultural terms. It needs passion, passion for the excellence of research and science. It needs the conviction that the first principle in dealing with science and research is its sovereignty. That policy must not impose on science, that science and research must be autonomous, that science and research belongs to the middle of our societies. Research institutions, the wonderful ones, as we have, for example, the European Research Council, needs scope and leeway that is necessary and indispensable to promote excellence. Ladies and gentlemen, those who are happy and lucky enough to listen to the presentations and to the discussions that we're having here today in the RDL system has been testimony to the impressive strength and diversity of our research and science, not only your own one in your own discipline, but also the other ones. So you've seen and experienced what happens with a wide variety of attitudes and issues and problems we are addressing. I am convinced that this public presentation, let's call it this very smart and, smart and intelligent scientific and academic dialogue linked and provided by this conference is an enrichment not only for you but for society at large to find new paths of communicating and transporting the findings to a broad public. And I'm very glad that we're not only talking about the falling walls between the classical disciplines, 
but that to an increasing extent there is an interest in benefiting from the scientific and academic dialogue that is addressing the fundamental philosophical issues and the perception of viability and sustainable sustainability. Patient medicine, nutrition and food for the entire population, climate change, fair interaction of human being, and our joint endeavor to bring about well-being and prosperity. These are the central and vital political issues, but they're also connected to the self-perception of human beings and of science. And regardless of the areas and issues we are discussing, we are aware that on the one hand, this at least is the situation here in Germany. The polls are showing that the relationship between freedom and security, we tend to be in favor of security in terms of security and the relationship between security as against prosperity. We would opt for security, but we know for sure that we need change change in many areas and spheres of society because it's change that is driving science. Continuity and harmony are certainly not something that characterizes the history of science. Science is marked by breakthroughs and penetration explorations of unknown world in roads. And our joint task namely that of researchers and policymakers, is to advocate, to persuade, to convince people and our citizens that change is needed and that change always opens up new perspectives and new horizons and that change is indispensable so as to be able to satisfy the expectations and hopes to our modern societies. And we have to be aware of this. And we have to work towards the big objectives and goals of fairness, certainly one of the major objectives in many relations. You've listened to excellent and fantastic examples of how research can be communicated. And Mr. Turner pointed out to me very explicitly that this has been a society and a community today where he said 40% of participants were women. And I see for myself that this has been the case. And this is really a wonderful thing that in science and research and staffing and competence, we achieving equality between men and women. And this is particularly true also for the coming generation. And I would like also to thank the, you for the good idea to give young researchers and young professionals room for attending this conference. I've heard enthusiastic reports about what has happened yesterday. It has been inspiring to all of us and to everybody to listen to the young researchers. It is great stimulus 
and encourages also the older ones to move on on our way and to receive the unconventional ways and approaches that are pointed out. So a very special welcome and greetings to the young researchers, to those who are young today, and tomorrow will bear the entire and full responsibility in our system. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not want to take you too long before you go on for dinner. I think I've said the most important things that I wanted to say. So I would like to combine my message with a deep felt thanks to all of those who've made today's event and conference possible. The uh, meeting in Lindau in summer with the Nobel Prize laureates falling walls conference in winter in Adelaide, Constance in Lindau in summer, Berlin in winter. These are two highlights for us. These are excellent opportunities to show and to experience what we mean when we are saying that science and research is part of the lead culture of any modern society. And I wish you a pleasant evening. Thank you.